Hi and welcome to the Diamond Podcast, dedicated to discussing and obsessing over choices stories you play. My name is Nia, aka Choices Bruv, and today I wanted to talk about Queen Bee. Queen Bee. (laughs) Where to start with this one? Okay, the book has, it's currently ongoing, so there will be spoilers talked about here. Yeah, I I can't talk about it without talking about the most recent chapter as of writing, which is chapter 9. Started airing June 26th and is updating on Fridays currently. I personally am very, I'm very much enjoying this book. It's Honestly, compared to what else is airing right now, it's a, it's a real breath of fresh air. I know he said fresher breath air, that would have sounded really weird, but alright, that doesn't matter. Yeah, other than that, currently we've got airing My Two First Loves, Witness, and The Nanny Affair. Two of which are just single L.I. Um, very steamy books that <laughs> I'm honestly not enjoying. Witness, you know, we all hate Witness. <laughs> it's pretty much a universal fact that Witness is the worst book on the app, aside from like Baby Bump or Sunkissed. <laughs> the Nanny Affair, it's not terrible, but I'm only really playing it for Robin at this point, and she's probably cheating on. Well, cheating on me. <laughs> We're not actually together. She's cheating on me with. with Sophia. But that's that's for another like episode altogether. The uh the description for the book, the frick forgot you call it the description for chapter one, the summary. Welcome to Belvoir, new girl. Do you have what it takes to steal Queen Bee's crown? Let the games begin with a little heart. That's quite cute. Uh, the book was first teased in Choices Insider for May this year alongside the nanny affair and well it was a surprise at the time but we now know it as my two first loves it was again teased in the june edition of choices insiders as a vip book alongside my two first loves and it's not a vip book because you know we're all playing it every friday so it can't be a vip book otherwise we would uh we would not be playing it i think when we first started hearing about this book I was very excited, I can definitely say that, that I was really excited, because the first things they said about it were school fee- school-based, you know, you're going to be at college. <laughs> I mean, we all thought it was going to be like a high school, I think, at first, but no, it's a, it's a college. And you don't have to play nice. Those were the sort of, like, the two sort of main points about the book that came about, and I was like, okay, I'm down, because <laughs> uh, I'm starting college myself very soon in the UK, because, you know, UK gang. <laughs> I Yeah, I'm going into year... Well, it's year 12, technically. I've just finished high school. So I was like, you know, I'm going to be going off to a new school. I'm going to be getting accommodation there. I'm going to make new friends. And hopefully I won't have to deal with, like, a ranking system or the tier or anything. Because I think that would be a nightmare. But yeah, it stuck out to me. Because... I enjoyed high school story. I enjoyed the freshman. Both both school books, and I'm, I'm sort of enjoying my two first loves. I'm kind of iffy on it right now. 
I, I honestly don't know what to say about the book as a whole. But, you know, it's not it's not terrible. Like, that's one thing I can say about it. But we're not here to talk about my two, two first... My two first loves. One of the interesting points about the book so far is the ranking system, as I mentioned before. It's... It's, it's, it's unique. I'll give it that. You know, it's got the reputation sort of level level up system that like they had in platinum with like in platinum was the followers like in blade you had xp i know it's like completely different context but still similar I'm trying to think of other books where you can level up like stuff like that frick there's another one uh most wanted with the points and crown on the flame yeah that had like like the legend and stuff it uses that sort of system and I think it's good that it uses a system. I love it when it has that sort of system, but it's like a new spin on it because it's it's more popularity focused, like Platinum was. It's not survival focused, you know, you're not going to die if you don't have enough popularity points. It's not like nerve. And I think that's definitely one of the strong points of the book because it is very, it's very fun to see your name getting higher on that ranking and getting closer and closer to spot number one. We're going to be there someday, guys. We can do it. I know we can. That's the whole point of the book. <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm resisting the urge to break into song because I have a song stuck in my head and it's just, like, rotating in my brain. <laughs> it's not fun. It goes like, Baby, tell me what to do Put on the pedal, I'm waiting on standby Want my heart and want my love With a single kiss, kiss Kiss, kiss, and just echoes, and then I don't know the words after that. Um, the name, the name has gone out of my head. I just thought I sing it because I need to sing. It's like I was planning to record a, a musical themed episode after this, and I don't know if I will because I am exhausted right now. I have literally had no sleep, and as soon as I got done recording, I was gonna go to sleep. So I'm, I'm kind of debating, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> Okay, now that the little mu the musical segment is over, uh, yeah, you're welcome for hearing me absolutely butcher the start of. It's what 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 about my starts from Macross Frontier? I think I've never seen Macross Frontier. I would not know. I just love the song. Uh, yeah, my personal thoughts on Queen Bee as of right now. Good book. I'm enjoying it. It's 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 really good. I'm just, I'm just really enjoying it. I, I don't know if it's the characters, I don't know, I think, for me to like a book, I have to really like the MC first. I, I'm very picky about the MC, and like, are they, are they likeable, you know, do I like their appearance, do I like their attitude, do I like how they act around other characters? And for me, Reese Hughes, my MC, she has, she has like, that sort of, bleh, spark or whatever that I, that I really love in MCs. She reminds me of my perfect match MC, Kai. And that's a good thing because Kai is one of my favourite MCs. She always has been. In both appearance and in attitude. And I think that's what made me like her so much. And the fact that I uh, named our town Westchester. <laughs> yeah. I was like, do I go with Pine Springs? Do I go with Westchester? But I'm pretty sure someone else used Pine Springs. So I was like, let's go with Westchester just because... So uh, she is headcanoned as being related to my It Lives in the Woods MC, they are cousins. And yeah, that's one of the reasons I like her a lot. She, she has a very 
I've been mostly going with like the the bad girl paths because like I said that was one of the things that got me excited in the first place I was like you know I'm sick of being absolutely angelic to everybody so I've been very rude <laughs> rude when I can be but she's also she's not afraid to take what she wants because you know we've seen so far she's coming after Poppy she's not stopping she literally won't like take no for an answer she's also a very she's charismatic I think that's another good that's what reminds me of Kai a lot. She's very charismatic. She's very humorous and she like she knows sort of, you know, what she's going to say next, I think. She's never like hesitating when she's about to speak. She's not like a high school story MC or something. She's she's just a very good MC overall. And that's like like I said, MC is one of the most important things in a book about in for for books. I told you I've literally had no sleep. I can't even speak properly. Like THM, my I love my MC there. Uh, Hero, I love my MC there. Perfect match, I love my MC there. Lives in the woods, I love my MC there. Eh, nah, nah, nah. If I really like a book, it's usually because I love my MC first. Uh, one of the earliest teasers I think they dropped. It was like a few days before the book came out. Was a screenshot on the Instagram page, and it's like a social media. I'm going to read it out. You've probably seen it already, but if you scroll down a bit, it'll be on the Twitter's Instagram page and probably, like, Facebook or whatever, if any of you use Facebook. Okay, so, first off, well, the poster is Vivi Lamborghini, and that's obviously Veronica. Hey, Veronicats, I found her. What do you think about Belvoir's new girl? I say someone should get this girl a Bloomies gift card stat. Alright, so that's... Uh, <laughs> I mean... She's trying to be nice, I guess. I mean, I don't blame her. Reese kind of looked like an absolute mess when she got there. So you've got comments from Hella Gaines with two Zs. Like, it literally says, yo, with like a million O's. She's hot and a bunch of fire emojis. Okay. Okay, fuckboy. <laughs> I see where this is going. Aston Martini says, she looks like she's never even driven an ass class. I can't drive, I'm 16. <laughs> I mean, I get that Reese is like 21 or something. I don't know. I don't know what you do with schools in America. <laughs> Sorry. Zoe Wade Music says, You guys are so effing lame. You don't even know her. What gives you the right to judge? Princess Yorkie 33 at Zoe Wade Music. Um, this is a post for Belvoir student only. <laughs> she replies with, I'm in your class, Haley. <laughs> we felt this sent me the first time I, re I read it. I'm in your class, Haley. <laughs> Oh my god. And then we've got Dollar Dollar Will says, New girl looks like someone I'd get down and dirty with. Oh my god. Another fuckboy. <laughs> Belvoir, you're like ticking all the boxes here. Uh, Rasengan69 says, She looks like someone who's down to earth, just like what we need around her. All of you people who think you will never be trouble because of your, your wealth, and then it's just tap to read more. Uh, at the bottom, cashforgold.com. Working on getting the full scoop. Send any tips to the T at belvoir.edu. Um, looking at it now, part of me really wants to say Rasengan69. The Naruto fan is um, Benji. I I don't know. Um, okay, yeah, part of me saying Benji, but also, as a member of the the posse that we haven't like recruited yet, we haven't really even met him yet, uh, the guy who shares a face with Robbie from ILB, 
I don't know what, I think his name's Thomas in this universe, but he's still Robbie to me. So if I refer to him as Robbie, you just know who I'm talking about. Maybe that's the thing on 69, but I don't know. I'm, I mean, it sounds like it'd be a guy, really. I, I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> They're clearly not well-liked, so I feel like it might be, we haven't seen much of this Thomas character at all. Like, he's barely been there. So he's definitely, like, coming up in the next few chapters. And I'm worry I'm wondering if he's, like, sort of part of the same sort of resistance, I guess you could call it, that Benji's in. But he's not, like, a creep like Benji. <laughs> and he's, he's, like, midway in the rankings or something. And he's just, like, silently fuming over how unfair everything at the school is. He's just, like... I mean, I'm pretty sure the profile picture for Restang on 69 is a photograph of a flower. It looks like a flower from here, I can't tell. So it's possible that that's, he's into photography or art, maybe. I mean, he did love, like, a, I'm swear he had, like, a paintbrush in his ear in the picture. So, you know, I don't know, we'll see. But, yeah, that <laughs> that post really made me laugh when I first saw it. I was like, this book has got to be good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, Veronica. As soon as I saw her on the cover, like, on the teaser cover, I was like, damn, I'm in love with this girl. And when we were reading, like, the first couple of chapters, I was like... She's so, she's so gorgeous. I love her so much, and I love her attitude as well. And yeah, chapter chapter eight was like, Mwah. it was just everything I could have asked for. I mean, I'm really hoping we get like some sort of interaction because if you think about it, the three people we've had like encounters with, I guess, you, well, the two people at the moment, the two people we've had encounters with that aren't love interests are Poppy and Carter. Like you got to kiss Carter and. Poppy, the, the scene. I didn't do the scene because I'm not a Poppy stan. I don't like her very much at all. Controversial, I know, but still. They both had flirt options with them, and they were both, like, you know, high up in the ranking. Like, Carter's, like, fourth, I think, and V is three, and obviously Poppy's Queen B. So it kind of makes sense, really, that we'd get to have some sort of interaction with Veronica that's romantic. I mean, we got to flirt with her, but we didn't get, like, a kiss or something. I would love a full scene with her. I mean, I still want her to be a love interest, but that's not going to happen. So if we can get away with just a kiss, then, you know, I'll take a kiss. If, I, if that's what I can get, I'll take a kiss. Uh, I should probably talk about love interest, actually. <laughs> so, with love interest for this book, I feel like there's been some controversy Con controversy I cannot speak today over Kingsley especially because of the new chapter I think people on Instagram I'm only like in the Instagram community but I've seen branches of Tumblr and like Facebook <laughs> and whatever sort of fandom there is on Twitter because I don't even know if Twitter users like have a fandom there Facebook seems to be the more judgmental, sort of conservative side I mean, it's Facebook, it's mostly old people anyway uh, but from what I heard, people on Tumblr and Facebook, so that's, like, the boomers and the millennials, and then, like, the SJWs. I shouldn't say that, but, like, it's kind of true. I mean, Tumblr is a literal hell site. I heard that people on those sites were not happy with, like, the fact that Kingsley is a professor, and it's a student-teacher relationship, and I can understand why, like... I mean, I I would never, like, date, I, well, <laughs> I can't see myself, I would never date a teacher, because I've, I've never been a follower of the rules when it comes to that sort of thing, mm, but, like, I'd wait until I was an adult, obviously, I'm not gonna, like, start, like, 
dating my history teacher at the age of 16. I, I, I've never dated anyone, and I don't think I will for a good while. But, uh, yeah, I... It's iffy to me, because they're both fully grown... Well, fully grown. Consenting adults, you know? It's not like Reese is being manipulated. I'm just referring to her as Reese and as my character. It's not like Reese is being manipulated in any way. It's just... You know, they both met at a bar and they didn't know it was teacher and student at the time. Uh, yeah. Now, this was going to come up a lot. I um, I knew I had to make some sort of reference to The Shining Beacon. <laughs> but it does remind me of The Shining Beacon in a strong way. Shining Beacon is uh, probably the greatest work of fanfiction I've ever read. And I can't say about... I can't say much about it other than that. It's a uh, Ruby-related and it does remind me of the relationship in that entire lot, you know, a teacher and a student, both both adults, but also very like, yeah, it didn't end well. <laughs> oh my god. At the moment, I feel like with Kingsley and MC, if they don't, you know, sort, they've got to set some sort of line because they're barreling towards a TSB ending. Because it hasn't ended, the story, but uh, the main part of the story did end with a rejection, and it was not great, and I feel like that's where Queen Bee is headed, if, yeah, they don't, they don't sort it out, because Kingsley is so, you know, sort of, well, we shouldn't do this, but I really want to, just like the teacher, TSB, it's like the exact same dynamic, that's why I'm constantly referencing TSB <laughs> on my Instagram. Um, it, it really is just barreling towards a misunderstanding and to a heartbreak because, you know, most teacher-student relationships would probably fail anyway. I mean, you know, there's been some that are successful where they've, like, got, they like, teachers left their job and they've got married or whatever, but it's, like, that sort of story that you think, oh, that doesn't happen in real life, you only hear that on the internet, it's probably fake. And, I mean, if it came from an Ask Reddit video, it probably was. I feel like my MC's relationship with Ina, I went with the... Originally, I went with one of the male uh, Kingsleys, but I changed my mind as soon as I saw the name was Ian, because that is one of my least favourite names in the world, and I will never date a man named Ian. I'm sorry, I cannot do this. <laughs> so I was, like, kind of, like, turned away instantly, and so I replayed, and I was like, okay, Ina. I went with the Asian Ina. She's super cute. I think they're all really cute. And she's, you know, she's very attractive to me. And she's very sweet. Like, I like her character. Especially when she has her glasses on. <laughs> she's so sweet when she has her glasses on. But I feel like their relationship is really on the rocks. Because in the recent chapter when they were talking, I said, I want us to back off. I don't want us to keep doing, like, after the kiss they had at the gala, whatever it was, fuck, I forgot. The reward ceremony, the kiss in the rain, gorgeous art scene. I just feel like they need to work on themselves, work on boundaries, because Reese, I feel, I, I was going to say Reese knows what she wants, but she doesn't, I don't know what I want, I like Ina, but I don't know if I'd be willing to, like, completely dedicate myself to her, I'm not into Zoe, but I was holding out hope for, for Veronica, but I mean, I don't think Veronica's a love and trust, we're like nearly 10 chapters in, I think it's a bit late to like drop an LI in now. Unless there was going to be a sequel and they'd pull a Maxwell, but I don't think they will pull a Maxwell because it probably won't be a sequel. <laughs> so, I think I'm sticking with Ina for now, but yeah.
I don't know. I don't lo- I don't I don't love her a ton. She's not like top ten favorite of life for me, but I like her. Um, and for now, I think I want to. St- I said step back. And I'm not sucking you off under the desk. We're not doing that. <laughs> oh my god. I was like, that's like every fan fiction uh, involving Harry Potter between like 2010 and 2015. Just had someone getting head under the desk. <laughs> I mean, literally, the award that comes up after you finish it says, mind your head. I was like, you know what that means. Don't do this. <laughs> like, oh my god, PV. <laughs> I-, I talk way too much about Ina. Um, Zoe. <laughs> Zoe, when she got announced, and it was sort of like, this Zoe, she's going to be. She's going to be a female alive. And nobody had any idea like who the other allies were going to be. I was like, okay, cool, she's cute, and I think after the uh, entire, um, the post about BLM and everything that they had on their site, and the promise to do better in regards to racial bias and everything, Pixelberry has never been a racist app, they've never been a homophobic app, they've never been a transphobic app, they've never had any, you know, blatant moral flaws right there, have they? But they haven't done the best they could do. I mean, I'm white myself. I can't, I don't want to speak over people of colour in, like, these issues. But I also really, really, really want to stand up and speak about, like, racial discrimination and bias. Because there is so much of it in the world today. And it, honestly, it hurts me so much. And I, I hate the injustice that someone can be killed or someone can, you know, lose their job because of biases and prejudice over the colour of their skin because it's literally it's literally science. It's not even like freaking God related or whatever. It's literally about the parts of like the world where our like races were like er- I don't know what you mean, originated from. Sorry, that's the word. It it there's nothing to do with anything else. There's literally no other difference. But Okay, yeah, that's not not the time for a racial rant, but um, PB do need to do better on not pushing their black allies and like other people of colour allies, not pushing them back. Because uh, if I can think of an example, would be snap. <laughs> I I should have written one down. Um, oh yeah, well the obvious one to talk about would be open heart because. Well, there are so many issues with open hearts, love interests that I'd probably need an entire episode to talk about them, but I'll try and summarise it here. You've got three uh, allies who are people of colour, and then you've got one who's a white guy in his 30s or whatever. It looks like he could be 70, like, I really don't care for Ethan, but, uh, yeah. (laughs) And, of course, only one of these love interests is female, of course, because... Well, three guys, one girl. What are you going to do, I guess? <laughs> I thought we were past this PB, but I guess not. Um, the love interests, of course, uh, the people who call love interests are all, you know, pushed back. I mean, there was a there was a comparison going around on Instagram a month or so ago. I can't remember whose it was, but if anybody... If, you, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. And it showed how many diamonds he's. I think it was for book two. It might have been book one and two, but I'm pretty sure it was book two only, as far as we've got. 
and it was comparisons as to how many diamond scenes Ethan has had compared to Jackie, Bryce and Raphael. And obviously Raphael hasn't had any because, you know, he's he's just been dropped from the list altogether at this point. Raphael Hans, I am so I am so sorry for you guys. He he's not my love interest, Jackie is my love interest, but I am so sorry for you guys because he's a sweetheart. He didn't deserve this treatment. And you know, I feel like he's probably going to die. Um, if they're taking him off like as an ally together, it's probably a death flag. So that uh, I don't know, it, it it hurts less when we lose him, but it's still gonna hurt the same. You made it worse by not letting us spend time like with him. So yeah, <laughs> I'm really sorry, Raf stands. Uh, yeah, and the list showed that you know the other allies had been getting way less diamond scenes, like three or four diamond scenes each, maybe like per book. Well, I think it was book two, so no Raph, but, like, Bryce and Jackie. Just, like, three or four scenes each. And they were often, like, involving other characters. They weren't, like, solo scenes. Ethan had, like, 11 scenes, most of them solo scenes. And I was like, oh, of course, Ethan. I mean, I get the... I get why, because he's pretty much the face of male love interests on the app right now. I feel like if you say... Most popular love interest, people will say Ethan. And I mean, I wish we could go back to the time when people would say Damien, because Damien is a much better love interest than Ethan, but you guys are not ready for that conversation. And yeah, if there's a, a more popular ally, they've got to get screen time. But so have the other allies. You can't just assume that because 70% of the fandom wants one character that everybody does, because there's another 30% that are interested in the other characters. It's unfair to even, like, you know, make them exist. If you if you were going to favour Ethan in this way, you should have made it a single ally book. You, should, you shouldn't have made Open Heart in the first place. <laughs> okay, I shouldn't have said that because I do like Open Heart. I don't hate it in any way. It's just... It gets on my nerves. Sometimes the stands get on my nerves. But, yeah, that's, that's not, not all we need to talk about right now. So it's kind of shown that PB... I mean, maybe it's not conscious. Maybe it is. I don't know. I can't speak for them. I'm not on the inside. But they do need to do better with how they treat uh, non-white allies because yeah, it just it really shows that non-white allies just don't get the screen time that white allies do. And I think I, can, I think I can say with TRR, I mean Liam's choosable. It could be white or it could be Asian. Or it could be black. It's like all right, fair enough. He's choosable. But I know they primarily on the covers is white Liam. You could have used it Asian Liam. You could use black Liam. Use white Liam, and then you've already got a white guy on the cover. Drake, no Maxwell on the cover, of course, because nobody seems to care about Maxwell at BB headquarters. Um, Hannah made it onto one cover. Good for her. She's my wife, so you know. But I feel like they like to relegate. Uh, being a peer. Well, I know I shouldn't say relegate because it's not a bad thing. It's a wonderful thing. But I feel like they'll say, "Oh, we need a, we need, we need a, we need an ally who's not white, so we don't look racist. Let's make it a girl." <laughs> uh, it's like, okay, fair enough. That's great. I love, I love um, my female allies. But I feel like they'd rather have a bunch of white guys on the cover than they would have um, POC or women. And I mean, with books like Perfect Match, it's like, no, no, because. So an amazing character, I love her to death. Damien also, and then Hayden Customizable. Fair enough. But, yeah, it just makes you think how much they would rather put a white guy on the cover of a book than anybody else. 
and I think that shows a little with Save the Date. I mean, Justin's not white, but Simon is. And, okay, fair enough, the MC wasn't white either. I'm trying to remember. I can't remember exactly. It's been a while since I saw the Save the Date cover. But they could have put Lindsay on there, but no, they had to make it straight. <laughs> they had to have two guys and a girl. has to be straight. But, yeah, I, I don't know why I'm going on about covers right now, because that's not what we're here to talk about. I just, I just had to, I don't know. I might do an episode on that, on, like, the changes they need to make, but I'm not doing it right now. And recently it has definitely started to show show through with uh, Zoe. So this next screenshot I have in my gallery is from Tumblr user Baku Yonsei. Very nice. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a fan of Bakugo at all, but, I mean, I love Beyonce, so... You know, nice, nice user. <laughs> it says, The only time Zoe is relevant is where MC needs a new outfit, pushing MC towards the professor, or, you know, the combination of the two. Fantastic, just fucking fantastic. The ally we see the most barely get any romantic options, while the professor gets a diamond scene every chapter. Damn, PB, I thought you guys were going to do better when it came to black allies. Yes, that's exactly what spawned me talking about this today, like, seeing this post earlier, because it is so true. Uh, Zoe has been done so dirty. Like, I... When the, when the first... I, I'm I, She was the first ally announced out of the two that we've got right now. And it was like, okay, great. They've started off with, with a black woman ally. That's amazing. Guys, keep doing what you're doing. But then they take her and they shove her to the side. They give her little to no diamond scenes. Um, yeah, sure, we can flirt with her. But we can only flirt with her, like every morning in the dorm room and then there's no interaction to follow up on it i'm not even zoe's not even my ally i mean i love her but not like i'm uh, she's not my type really i don't know <laughs> she's not like she's outgoing but she's not like my sort of bubbly little <laughs> ditzy type that i love <laughs> like Faye. but yeah it's just it, they need to do better for her she, she's a wonderful character and at first i was really suspicious of her when we started noticing things going missing, but I think, well, and now we know that it's Benji, it sort of made me think, alright, I'm not suspicious of you anymore, and I kind of thought she might be the T at first, but she's not, so, well, as far as we know she's not, I mean, I wouldn't mind if she was the T, really, but PB seriously need to do better, because, yeah, you've given us two allies, and this is kind of, I mean, the books where we've had two allies that I can think of off the top of my head, The Royal Masquerade, and... Snap, I know there's been another one recently. Well, my two first loves is technically two ally, but I'm pretty sure we all know that the the girl best friend is going to be an ally. She was customizable, for God's sake. It's kind of confirmed. Uh, yeah, the only one that comes to the top of my head is the Royal Masquerade, and I'm there might be others, but they're just not like in my brain right now. That had both allies were gender and face customizable. Fair enough. So you know, you knew what you were getting. Really, you could have two guys, you could have a guy and a girl, you could have two girls, and you could choose, you know, their face. Wonderful. Over here, I don't know, it weirded me out a little that it was a black female ally, gorgeous Zoe. Awesome. And then a gender face customizable with no black options. It was like, okay, alright, I mean, we've got a black ally, but you, you, you guys usually do more variety on faces. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I get that it's like kind of hard to have more than three faces, but you know they did that with Cassian. They could have done it here. They could have thrown in an extra face, and and then of course they take the customizable 
give them all the screen time and it makes you think you guys just did this whole big speech on equality and how you're gonna do better for your black audience and it's like you're kind of i don't don't know you're you're not doing what you said you would uh (laughs) um and yeah i feel like the clutch that pb are relying on recently is too many custom customizable allies customizable is a great thing but not when Every book we have airing right now has at least one custom customizable ally in it. Sam, Cassian, all of the characters in My Two First Loves, and Kingsley. It makes me think, you know, I don't get as attached to customizable allies as I do to like the the uh, the allies in Blades because they're not customizable. It feels more important to me when they are, you know, they've got a set appearance. It just kind of and a set name as well. I don't like like name customizing. <laughs> uh, it just it means more to me then. It feels like yeah. I don't I don't know. It just means more to me than it does when you cho- they're choosable. But I feel like they're relying on them being choosable as a way to say oh yeah we're we're being we're being um uh equal That's not a word. We're, we're being we're being equal. <laughs> You know, we're doing good, we're doing good on our promise. No, you're just, you're letting us choose whether you're doing good on your promise. You're not actually doing what you said you would. And Zoe is like, you know, literally the poster girl for that, of just a, a disappointment because she's not getting the screen time she deserves and she's not getting the scene she deserves. And, yeah, I just couldn't remember the whole tangent about inequality on allies. I was totally going to save that for another episode, but it doesn't matter now. So yeah, I guess what I have to say to sum that up is that they need to do better for Zoe and for other allies, and just stop using customizable allies so much. It's such, it's such a clutch for them. Like guys, calm down. <laughs> okay, so I kind of put off talking about this, but you know we had a new chapter yesterday. Man, what a ride that was. <laughs> so you know, first we've got off in a. The professor's office. I didn't mean to say got off. I meant to say got in. What well, I don't know what I meant to say, but it was not get off. But you know, some of you did do that. <laughs> I hope it was worth it. You know, I know he made a fool of your professor in front of the freaking head of the school. Could have lost the damn job. <laughs> Feel bad for Kingsley. Like, jeez. Yeah, there was that whole fiasco, and honestly, it's just barreling towards being a train wreck of a relationship if they don't sort it out. So we need to—they need to have a meaningful conversation where they're not sucking each other off under the desk in front of the the dean or whatever her name is. <laughs> yeah. And then there was the whole reveal about Benji. <laughs> oh my god, I knew something was up with him, but I was not expecting this at all because oh my god. I knew he was creepy at the start, but I was like, we're brand new at the school, how could we have like this already? But then I realised realized we've been raising through the ranks fast, like my MC is like, she's either 13th place or 10th, I wanna say 10th, but I might be wrong. She's she's high up, she's like, she's in the top 15 at least, might possibly top 10, I'm not sure. So it's like, yeah, we have been raising the ranks very quickly compared to, like, other students because we've had Zoe's backup and we've had, you know, being TA to Kingsley and everything and special attention from Poppy. But it's like, I was not, I did not see it coming at all. I think it's when they mentioned that you could smell your perfume on him. I was like, oh, oh shit, that's a bad thing. Uh, But then they turn around and throw an entire shrine 
Uh, can we talk about how creepy it is? Like, the freaking, I think it's noodle for the hair. But, like, it sort of looks like my MC because my MC is... She's not white, but I guess that was kind of harder to do if he was using, like, a mannequin head. But she has the blonde sort of curly hair, so I guess it kind of looks similar. But to me, it looks more like Chloe, like, with the hair. Sort of very platinum blonde, straight hair. It just looked more like Chloe, but I guess that's not what they were going for. <laughs> so I have a screenshot that's from Tumblr, and I have no idea which Tumblr user it, it is. But So uh, shout out whoever made this. And it was analysing the shrine. So it says, one of the things is chewed gum and wrappers, which Benji kept because MC used them and uh, indirect kisses, you know? Uh, oh, God, he's probably, oh my God, he's probably made out with the wrappers. Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh, I hate this guy. <laughs> MC's plush friends. I don't read this book. I have no idea if this is a copyright. Childhood slash old stuffed animals hold something soft and comforting. Stealing it holds personal connection value. And also having something personally sentimental to MC in his possession only. I mean, I don't know where the hell he got it from. You know, the bra. Uh, some flowers, MC's old, possibly MC's old photos. A pen that could have been MC's. Crumpled love letters. Hmm. More stolen personal things. Uh, it looks like ramen on the hair. And a mannequin head from a dumpster, apparently. And flowers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's terrifying. Yeah, shout out to the Tumblr person who made that. Because I have no idea who you are. But, yeah. I was... God, I was like, oh my god. There's a whole nother level of creep. A genuine shrine. Probably jacks off in front of it. I had to say that. It was in my head. It probably, it's probably true. Um, damn. <laughs> I kind of don't want to talk about this any longer. It's just a really annoying subject for me. Like, oh god. But what I will say is, I think next chapter, we'll be confronting him, obviously. <laughs> Potentially get the Dean in on this. Uh, maybe we have to call in a favour from, like, one of the... Uh, the posse or like we're getting a new member of the posse because i think we're missing the only members we're missing i think is chloe thomas or whatever his name is and carter i think yeah was i calling him carter earlier i hope i didn't get his name wrong sorry carter stan yeah i'm pretty sure they're the only members that we haven't got yet uh personally i didn't get the professor and i didn't get pen not penelope no, it was Penelope. I didn't get her because she's an asshole. I got Taylor because she's sweet and I wanted to get her with her crush. Obviously got Veronica because we are married. <laughs> and got Zoe. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. There's got to be some sort of confrontation next chapter. I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I feel like I want to close out this episode here. It was really fun to talk about Queen Bee, like I said. I'm really enjoying the book. I have high hopes for it. Praying it won't be a standalone, but, you know, it's a lovely PB. That's, chances are it's going to be a standalone, and I will never get to lay my, my hands on Veronica Lombardi. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you for listening. I've really enjoyed talking again. I feel a lot more comfortable when I'm talking about a book that I've been playing and I know what I'm doing because like Witness obviously I've been playing it but in my talk yesterday I was sort of just dragging on it and I'd rather talk 
more about a book I'm enjoying than I would about a book I hate. So, yeah. Uh, the seri- This is not part of a series. This is just a talk on a book that's ongoing. And I'm planning to do one for My Two First Loves as well. And also planning on doing a... Uh, I don't think I'll do an episode on The Nanny Affair or such until it, like, it ends. I think I'd rather wait for it to end and then, you know, see what sort of a shitstorm the ending was. Uh, but yeah, uh, I have really enjoyed talking again today. Please drop a follow on my Instagram at choicesbruv if you'd like, you know, to see some of my, my bad memes and my even worse art. But yeah, I'm on there very regularly. And give a follow here if you would like to listen to more or whatever platform you use. Uh, Thank you for listening, I've been Nia, and bye!